Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick, and this is David Smith. Yellow. The Executive Director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. We're joined by Donora Ruiz. Uh, Ms. Ruiz is running for a seat in the Illinois House, the 86th District. That's a lot of Will County. Yes, it is. It's a big chunk of Joliet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shorewood, Shanahan. Yep. And Elwood. Rockdale, Preston Heights, Il- Ingle Heights. Yep, yeah. Ingles Park. Ingles Park. So you know the district. I know the district. Yeah. I've walked many, many miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes, Tell I us have. about that. What kind of uh, reaction are you getting out there as you knock on doors getting petitions? Mostly good. Mostly good. I get a lot of people very excited to see a young face. And one of my biggest questions is, how old are you? (laughs) I am 26. (laughs) And so it's been good. It's been good. So you're not frustrated with the people that say, you look so young. I am not frustrated. That's a good thing. No, I'll take it. That's right. And and we, we need desperately some good young conservatives who are Christian uh, to run for office, and you fill all of those, don't you? Yes, I do. The time is now to act, and it's out of duties for sure that I'm getting into this. Okay, let's talk about that, but wait a second. <laughs> you're, you're Republican in Will County, and... Joliet. We're a diminishing uh, race there <laughs> in yes, Will County. Yes. Uh, why do that? Uh, why run as a Republican? Against in- an entrenched... Democrat. Yeah, an entrenched Democrat, Larry Walsh. Uh, I'm doing it, one, because so many seats went uncontested last election. Um, the Larry Walsh went uncontested last time, and that's not okay. As a Republican, that's embarrassing. There at least has to be a fight between the two, and I find it my duty to not let that happen again. Good for that's you. I mean. Yeah. Don't give him a free pass. No, no. Make him work for it. Yes, I talked to um, Larry Walsh's friend— We'll say friend. And he said, you know what? I, I love that guy. He's my friend, but give him a run for his money. <laughs> give him, get a fight going. And I said, yeah, that's the goal. Well, speaking of goal, um, Wayne Gretzky, the great hockey player, used to say, you'll never score a goal if you don't take a shot. Oh, there you go. Right? That's true. That's <laughs> and, true. And so we, sure. the Republicans have failed a lot of times in Illinois to recruit candidates to come and run against these seats. And the, the Democrats, as you pointed mm-hmm. out, have had passes, mm-hmm. free passes, Many back to office, passes, right? Yes. And you said, and did anybody recruit you, first of all? No, no one has But you said, me. because you've seen the situation, yes. enough is enough. Yes, enough is enough. And um, I have done so many political trainings. I've been involved with I-5 for one in the Forge Leadership Institute, all these other places, going to Springfield to lobby, and right. it came to a point where I needed to do something and act and not just keep filling myself in with yeah. all this information and all the these great things. The last straw was um, them pushing back the election and pushing the maps being delayed for so long. I said, no, we need to, we need to do something now. So Good. Yeah. I jumped in. It wasn't part of the plan. I stood up really late one November night in bed researching all this all this stuff the maps and you know uncontested seats and called a friend the next morning 
a, a mid twenties gal studying maps of the legislature. <laughs> It's fun. It's I, passing time. You know, why not? <laughs> I don't know. We like her. I think that's, that's pretty cool, that actually. Says something, yeah. Well, you know, you know, here's what I hear about Larry Walsh, uh, even from my some of my Republican friends. They think, uh, you know, he's not a bad guy, mm-hmm. and he's kind of moderate. We could do worse there. Right. Uh, boy, what's your take on that? Uh, one of the biggest things, as I talk to people, is that he doesn't listen to individuals. So... He's not listening to the constituents. The constituents, right. But he's listening to his special interests. Yes. The constituents want to talk to him. They want to they want to reply to an email. They want to go to his office and speak with him. They they're not getting any of that. And that right. I feel like is bare minimum. Right. No bare no constituent services. Exactly. So when these constituents are talking to you, what are they saying? Mm-hmm. That's they're exactly saying, uh, "What are you going to do for us? What <laughs> is what makes you stand apart from Larry Walsh?" And I say, "One, I'm Republican, uh, conservative Republican." And, and um, they go, "Oh no!" <laughs> they shut the door. Uh, some, very few, most of them say, "Oh yes, finally! I have never <laughs> had my door knocked before by a Republican, and I've lived here for ten years. That is not not okay." Well I'm done not, for you. Good okay. for you. So what are they saying? What do they want? Yeah, what's their number one, two concerns? Uh, one or two. One would be pension. Another would be bridges. Bridges. Right down the street in Joliet, the bridge sure. has been up for over a year trying to get fixed. And that, yeah, something as big or little, depending on how you see it, but that's that's a big, big thing. things. Two yeah. big things, yeah. Right? If, if, if the mm. government can't keep its bridges in order, <laughs> that's a problem. Well, they <laughs> double the problem. gas tax. To supposedly do bridges and yes. what have you, mm-hmm. and then in Will but we County, have feminine products, Monty, in the boys' room. <laughs> Isn't that important? And no. they want to extend that to state parks, etc. Right. Right. So, yes. wow, boy, well, are you going to be a common sense voice in the legislature? <laughs> yes, yes, I will be a common sense voice. I will listen to my constituents and see to their best interest. So, are you hearing about like the polls in in you know the United States all are saying number one issue is the economy, right? Yes. Number two is crime. Are you hearing any of that when you go door to door? Crime, not so much. Okay. But a lot of it is because it's uh, not Chicago. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's all right. true. <laughs> uh, crime, not so much, not here. But uh, the price of gas going up. Uh, Larry Walsh voting to for a tax increase twice a year, <laughs> and uh, the food of the price of food going up. Right. And I tell people, they're like, "Oh, what is your diet like?" I say, "It depends what's on sale." You could go to the store and. Broccoli can be three times as much as it was last week. So it's little things like that. Gases, of you course. You can have my share of the broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> um, gas, oh, of it's course. It's either beans or rice this year. What is it? I mean, this week. I'm a meat uh, potatoes guy. Yeah. I both. I'm Mexican. I need beans oh, and rice. <laughs> both. Oh, okay. So you brought it up. All right. So you're a minority woman. So yes. that makes you twice, right? Twice. Minority, minority, uh-huh. minority. No, I'm just joking. But all right. So uh, what is reaction? Do you have a lot of Hispanics in the 86th district, I'm, I'm sure in Joliet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is the reaction of that? Wait a minute. You're Mexican and, well, I know you're also Puerto Rican. Yes, I am. You know? yes. so, so you got the double whammy uh-huh. there. <laughs> yes. So um, are they saying, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be Republican? 
I've gotten that quite a few times. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> I said, uh, I am, and so are you. You are allowed also you, to vote Republican. Awesome. Uh, so I have not had the greatest, greatest response from them, but um, we're working on it. And I've had good conversations, though. Do good you find that they hold some of your values? Oh, for sure. Uh, family being one, very close-knit Pro-life. family. Pro-life, definitely. Our Mexican families are very, very close-knit. And, you know, we all help each other out. So as a young mother. And you came yeah. from a pro-life family, right? Definitely how, came. How, what number kid are you? I am number two of eight. Two of eight. That's wow. right. Yes. So I love large families. And I, they have been the greatest support in this whole entire journey of running. Well, yeah. Let me ask you about that. When you announced uh, that, uh, you know what? I want to run for the legislature. What did mom and dad say about that? <laughs> I told mom first. And she said, well, it was about time. <laughs> I laughed. And she's like, you just you kept, you keep studying. You keep learning all these things. It's time for you to do something. So I'm going to support you and do whatever you need for help. That's fantastic. And your dad's reaction? My dad's reaction was, wow, that's big. That's really big. But you could do it. I know you're going to win. I know you're going to Amen. win this seat. Amen. So he has been a huge support. And you guys, you come from a Christian family, so you're keeping this all bathed in prayer. Oh, yes, for sure. I've had, I have a few friends who send me a psalm every day who are fasting for me, who just keep sending me messages. Encouraging you. Encouraging me. So That's wonderful. So I would not be able to do it without that because this is, this is not easy. No. no. Well, let me ask you. Why did you set your uh, goal toward the legislature, your sights on the legislature? Why not settle for some lower position? School board, library board, township, uh, whatever. The honest answer is I had no interest in that. I had no heart for that position, all very important positions. And I know some great people who are running to fill those in, who are also getting signatures and struggling with me um, for that. But um, my eye is set on Springfield. You want to bring change to Springfield. I want to bring change to Springfield. So you, the need is so bad here in Illinois, <laughs> and the people of Will County are the conservatives, the Christians, uh, the people, the common sense voters are so underrepresented in Will County. Yes, they are. That you've said enough is enough. I got to do something. I don't know if you've seen the the polls recently that have come out. Fox News has reported it, and some other places have reported it. But that uh, Hispanics are now breaking 50-50, Republican, fifty percent Democrat. And I know for a fact a, a great number of African Americans, Black citizens. Now I should really just call them Black, who are running for 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 office under the Republican banner, too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more who are going to be voting Republican this mm-hmm. go-around. Um, that's going to have a devastating impact on the Republican Party. So what are you doing to try to reach out to the minority, former Democrat, walk-away potentials <laughs> in the district? Uh, You're encouraging them with your message? Oh, yes, for sure. And a lot of it will be um, face-to-face contact. So um, yes. when they're coming out of church, we're going to their homes. Now that it's warming up, yes. thankfully, it's Spring is almost up. here. Yes. A lot of people are outside. There's a lot of um, opportunities to see them face-to-face. And when they do see me and they see my name and they see that I am also Hispanic, it opens up the door a lot bigger than probably other people Absolutely. would be able to get. And you're winsome. 
you've got a good message. So that, that charismatic, wouldn't you say a little yeah. charismatic? And, you know, what guy would want to talk to a nice, young, good-looking yes. girl? <laughs> um, I'm looking for him, so we'll see. <laughs> Well, that's good. Door-to-door -door is so important, and it's so hard. And a lot of candidates don't take the time to do it, but that's how you do it. I know of a guy. In fact, I'm going to name him. Tom Morrison. Now, he's redesigning, unfortunately. But he beat a rhino, a pro-abortion Republican, by going door-to-door -door and talking to the people. And he won them over. And that's, uh, I think, you can do that, too. And I know you're already doing it. You're going to so. wear out some shoes. That's right. <laughs> I've worn out one so far and working on the second pair. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I did. Uh, so, you know, people say it's this is a um, uh, social media world, social media day. Well, I went to this. I went back. To, I'm going back to my list because I knocked on these doors. And I'm going back to those who didn't answer. And I knocked on this one door, and they said, oh, we know you. I said, you do? How? Did we met somewhere? No, you're the girl on the flyer. Someone left a flyer three weeks ago, and you're the, you're the girl. You're I the said, one that left it. I'm the one who left the flyer <laughs> with my face on it. And I said, yep, that's me. So little so things they were like excited. that still work, and they were Amen. excited. Amen. So flyers and door knocking. Well, you're wow. doing good. You're doing well, I should say. And uh, I'm so excited that you're running in this district. Let's get into the weeds, though, when we come back. We're going to take a break, but let's get into the weeds and the policies. What do you think need to be done in Springfield, and uh, what are your priorities in Springfield when you get there? Sounds good. All right, this is Illinois Family Spotlight. Our conversation with Denora Ruiz will continue right after this. As we watch Russia attack its neighbor, it's worth remembering that some threats to freedom come from within. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. Scotland's newest hate crime act is aimed at squashing any speech that critiques transgender ideology. Offenders face jail time for up to seven years for what's called, quote, stirring up hatred. It's not exactly clear what stirring up hatred means, of course. Incredibly, the law not only applies to public spaces, but to conversations held in one's own home. Many in Scotland are rightly worried about the chilling effect this law could have on free speech, let alone how it would violate privacy and enable a police state. This is in stark contrast to a classical liberal view of liberty. As John Stuart Mill famously argued, free speech is the only defense against the tyranny of the majority. Christians also have another reason to care about free speech, loving our neighbor. It means defending their ability to speak without coercion, especially when those opinions are unpopular. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick here, along with David Smith, the executive director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. We're talking politics with Denora Ruiz, who is a candidate for the Illinois House, District 86, a Republican candidate, conservative at that. And uh, that uh, district represents a lot of Will County, Joliet, Shorewood, Shawnahan, Elwood, just to name a few. But uh, in Illinois, uh, we're becoming the abortion capital mm -hmm. of the Midwest. That's right. Uh, we are, in fact, of the Midwest, perhaps the nation. And in Will County, uh, we have a big abortion center. Well, in Aurora. In we, Aurora. In Aurora, they have the uh, Planned Parenthood. And in Flossmoor, we have the big Planned Parenthood. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, they've set it up so that all these people throughout the state mm-hmm. and in neighboring, in states, neighboring states, you know, Gary and Hammond, Indiana, Milwaukee, you know, can come on down mm-hmm. and get their abortions. And of course, thanks to Governor Runner, who was supposedly mm-hmm. a Republican, um, we have taxpayer funding of abortion mm-hmm. in Illinois. And, and the thing is, too, uh, even if the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, our state will continue to yeah. commit abortions here yeah, get it all. because it's part of state law. Mm-hmm. It's enshrined in our state law now, thanks to Democrats in the legislature and Governor Pritzker, who signed the legislation. So let's say the Supreme Court does turn, uh, turn mm-hmm. overturn Roe versus mm-hmm. Wade and puts it back in the states. Well, our state will still be a pro-abortion state. Mm-hmm. So what would you do in the legislature to encourage uh, efforts to educate the public about abortion? Uh, because we, we, how, how, what would you do in the legislature to change hearts and minds mm-hmm. uh, and to better educate the public about what's actually happening? Uh, one of those would be a part of the message for sure because now not many people know about the repeal of the parental notification. And if they knew about it and the few people who I've talked to also, they're like, what? Wait, I, mean, I won't know about something that's happening to my child? Right. I said, no, the law will make it so that they don't tell you. And it's not even asking permission, but they won't tell you. And whether you're on the left, you're on the right, you're Republican, Democrat, uh, no one's no one's okay with that. They know it's just a common sense thing. It's an thing attack on parental parent, rights. Yeah, it's, a parents, it's the parents' right to know what's going on with their child. But you're so right about that because there's a lady across the street from where I live mm-hmm. who has a hands-off parental notice sign in her mm-hmm. yard. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't aware that Governor Pritzker signed the legislation mm-hmm. that repealed our Parental Notice Act. So you're spot on. right on target. And when they when they hear about that, they get angry. They get angry because that is that is not okay. They know that that doesn't even make sense. It, it doesn't. doesn't make sense. It's there anti- are kids, not yours, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Hands off our kids. Uh-huh. This is anti-parent, and mm-hmm. from what I read on the, your website, et cetera, that's one of the things that got you into this race. All mm-hmm. these, all this anti-parent stuff mm-hmm. that's going on, especially in our public mm-hmm. schools, our government, our taxpayer-funded. Mm-hmm government schools. Yes. I uh, studied as a midwife and as a doula and been to eight plus births and there's no way I could see uh, abortion, the killing of a baby being legal. It's just, I just don't understand it. And then you see a parent, you see a, uh, a baby be born to these two parents and, you know, the mother and the father are you know, they're ecstatic, they're crying, they're there and the love for that child is there and they, I just can't see the portion being. That's legal. why it's so important that we eventually pass what they call the Ultrasound mm-hmm. Opportunity yes. Act. Mm-hmm. Because a woman, if she's in a crisis pregnancy and is thinking of abortion as an alternative to solving her problems, mm-hmm. of course, we know it doesn't solve right, a problem, right. it makes things worse, actually. Um, if she sees an ultrasound picture of her unborn baby, she's 80 to 90% more likely to say, No, I'm keeping this mm-hmm. child. So it's so important. But what really bothers me now is the fact that abortion pills Mm. have kind of become the the thing. Chemical Mm. abortions 
are now up to 50% of all abortions. So you're not going to get an ultrasound when you're only a couple weeks pregnant, mm -hmm. but you can take this pill, right? Yeah, and they want to put it in every college. And they do. The vending machine. And they want yeah. to put it in vending machines mm -hmm. so that, well, you know, you can practice safe sex. Mm -hmm. No, it's not safe sex. Mm -hmm. They're risky. They're actually engaging in risky behavior mm -hmm. and then solving it with chemicals, right? Right, yes. And uh, that's not safe for the woman either. That's just there's nothing okay about that. There's been many, many uh, women who have had adverse effects to that. That's right. That's so if there's no medical oversight, you can just go to a vending machine. That's, yeah. I just don't understand. Did you ever see I the movie understand. Planned, Unplanned with yes. uh, Abby Johnson's yes, story? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the st when she went and had, and she was uh, mm -hmm. hemorrhaging all over mm -hmm. her bathroom all by herself? All by herself. Can't you think, I mean, as, mm -hmm. a, as a father myself, I'm thinking, she's all alone. All she alone. could bleed mm -hmm. to death. And just think of the children who will be going through that too, and their parents won't know. Right. How are they going to get... The care that they need. That's right. Either way. Well, let me put you on the spot here. Would you support legislation in the General Assembly that would prohibit the distribution of these abortion-inducing drugs to minors in Illinois? Yes, they're minors. Amen. If you have to ask for an Advil, <laughs> why? I mean, why should you get that without? You know. That's right. Of course, yeah, you know no. the, the the abortion cheerleaders were gonna are gonna come after <laughs> you for that, right? <laughs> yes, of you course. You know how dare you? You know. Uh -huh. But you know the fact is, if they're pregnant and underage, mm -hmm. that's called statutory rape, mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. It's and a people crime. People from other states coming for the, that reason because they don't have to report. And how it? many pimps are taking their no, their yeah. their girls mm -hmm. over the state line? To get these services, I, yes. I'm using air quotes. Okay, right. <laughs> you can't see and our, and our tax dollars are paying for it. They'll deny this. Mm -hmm. Are paying for that. Mm -hmm. And so, Denora, we've also got a situation, and I know you know this, in Illinois, where the Planned Parenthood folks, the um, Safe Sex Coalition, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, are now passed law in Illinois that requires sex education to be taught from kindergarten through twelfth grade. And it's not a stretch to say that they're actually trying to produce future mm -hmm. um, customers for Planned Besides, Parenthood. Besides, it's basically pornographic. Yeah. If you see it and it's public, it's not private. You could go see it yourself. Yep. It's basically porn. It is porn. It's, it's porn. So you're grooming the children mm -hmm. to be sexual. Um, you're encouraging experimentation. Mm -hmm. Experimentation. Yeah, trying things out, testing it. That's right. Yeah. And then and then if you get pregnant, oh we're here for you. Mm -hmm. We'll take care of that little problem mm -hmm. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Devastating. And that's for sure. And that's one reason why I think school choice is very important because um, you have this going on in public schools and you need a way out. And we need to as a legislator, I still want to fight for those who are in school who can't Absolutely. come out. But also letting parents know there's other options for you. There is private school, there's homeschool, there's uh, Christian school, co there's co-ops. There's now this day and age, there is so many more options. And if more people knew, I'm I know that they would pick different options. Well, you're in the legislature, let's just say, and would you support legislation that would encourage education choice in this state? Something where, along where the that dollars line. follow the kids instead of gone to the school administrators. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So the, the, right now, some school districts spend fifteen to seventeen thousand dollars per mm -hmm. student, and that money goes to the school district. 
What if that money went and followed the kid instead? And that kid can go to the, the Catholic school or the Lutheran school or the home school. Okay, as a homeschooling father myself, mm-hmm. I don't need that much money mm-hmm. to educate my kids. Yeah, First yeah. of all, I can probably save you a lot of money to the state of Illinois. Yeah, oh, you sure? Right? Yes. Right. Uh, so, so, a... so, so, number one, number two, um, it, it it can cut off a whole lot of bureaucracy, mm-hmm. and again, save money for the mm-hmm. state. Let me ask you a, a related question: Would you fight against legislation that would put some regulations on home education. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you would fight against it. I would definitely fight against yes. regulations on homeschooling. And I, that's the... I know that Denoro's been down to Cherry Pie Day. <laughs> yeah. where we've Multiple lo- times, yes. <laughs> where we've lobbied to say, please keep your hands mm-hmm. off the homeschool mm-hmm. in your community, right? And I know there's people who say, you know, you get so much money per child in, you know, public education, and let's direct that to homeschooling. Well, is there... Is there other government overreach tied to that? Uh, right. If we're going to give you right, if we're going to give you money, what do you want in return? So that's where want I. Yep. Yeah, that is. I prefer to have more freedom than more money. Amen. So hands off home education. Yes, just leave it alone. We're doing great. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> so you are a product of homeschooling. I am. Yes, I was homeschooled my whole life. And do you recommend um, it? Oh, for sure I do. A lot of people <laughs> ask, "Do you wish you were in public school?" Uh, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I am very grateful for my home education with my other seven siblings, siblings yep. and well, okay. don't regret any of it. You're a homeschooled kid. There will be people out there who say, well, the most of the kids in our state are educated in taxpayer-funded schools, mm-hmm. so you really can't relate to <laughs> uh, what they're experiencing. And... Uh, well, what would you say to that? How, how would you respond to that? Uh, I would say uh, I have a lot of friends. I know many people, and I could relate because I talk to them, and I know what they're going through. They're my friends. I'm not uh, closed off to the world just because I was homeschooled. Um, you haven't been indoctrinated? No. Oh, no, I have not been. No. <laughs> brainwashed. Um, I, I use no. the word brainwashed. Brainwashed. That's <laughs> probably more, more precise. Um, I've not, yeah, I've not been... I've not been brainwashed. I talk to other people. I'm friends with them. And I have heard have so many, majority, probably 99% of people say, kids who are my age or are in school now, I wish I was homeschooled. I wish my parents would pull me out. I wish they, I had a different form of education. And don't we want a fresh perspective in Springfield? Oh, yes. Someone who hasn't been taught what to think, but somebody who can go to Springfield and know what to, I mean, and know how to think by herself? Yes, I don't want. Yeah, and that's what homeschooling and other forms of education really provide is a different way Absolutely. to see the world, to interact with it, and um, to challenge it, not to be. For goodness sakes, aren't, aren't we tired with doing the same things over and over again, Monty, and getting the same results? Well, we are, but <laughs> right? some the people not so are not. much. Because it keeps mm. them in power. Well, that's right, and that—that's yeah. what they teach in schools, right? And they're teaching the kids that this is the way to go, but. Um, you know, there's a fresh new group out here who, okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we'll, we'll turn the state red. A fresh new group of faces Amen. turn the state red. Yeah. Well, I, here again, I did a little research on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be scared? Let's That's see. That's ominous, right? <laughs> and uh, you, you say you're for lower taxes. Well, how do you lower taxes in Illinois <laughs> when we have massive pension debt? What? What do you say to that? 
it, it'll hurt. It'll hurt to cut the taxes, and it'll hurt those on top. It'll hurt those legislators, and it'll hurt. And it only hurt for a little while because we need to. How, how do you, how do you uh, lower, lower debt without spending less? That's right. That just doesn't make sense. Anyone will tell you that you need to spend less to pay debt and to pay your bills. That's, That's just right. how that is. And you, know, so, well, you need to grow the economy here. So it's a double. Yeah. Two sides. Spend less. Less regulation. Yes. Less regulation on businesses, small businesses for sure, that are trying to make it. And, um, yeah. You you run into small businesses uh, running into hard times right now in Will County, Mm -hmm. haven't you? Yes. Yes, I have. What are they up against right now? uh, Finding employees uh, to work, uh, the the regulations in the state, the high taxes, you know, yeah. tell us. What a lot of it is finding employees. I work retail and as someone who's working retail, that's the in and out daily running of uh, big stores, little stores, you know, everything that are goods that we that come from. And they're finding a hard time finding employees. One, there's not many people want to work and a lot of people are leaving the state. Right. Why be in a state that is taxing businesses so high, taxing their, their people so high? Um, that's right. They're just going to leave, and they've been leaving. People have been voting with their feet and just, just leaving. So you go on the Illinois House floor and say, "Hey, it's time to do something different mm-hmm. here. What's what we're doing now isn't working, and we've got the evidence because we see the moving trucks." Mm-hmm. Have you thought? Okay, there's been a number of Republicans who have gotten elected over the last few years who have refused a pension. Have you thought about what you're going to do when you get in? I have thought about that. And yeah, I, I would I would definitely refuse a pension. The, do it. That's an important selling uh-huh. point that yeah. you're not you're not just saying to those people over there mm-hmm. that we need to cut pensions. You're saying mm-hmm. I'm a public my own, servant. Right. I'm not going to accept one. Yes, and I like that wording, public servant. Servant. Yes, that's what it is. It's a servant and it's a service. And um, if I get elected, that'd be two years of serving and. Excellent. Hopefully another two years, because that's what I want. I want to be a servant, and I want to make the sacrifices. I don't want to be asking others to make it if I, I can You want to help the myself. economy. And when, when, when all boats rise, I mean, when what, what is that old phrase again? Uh, uh, many hands help when, all When the boat, water rises, yeah, all the boats some, rise, uh, something like that. Something like <laughs> that. <laughs> I have <Yeah>. no idea. <laughs> I've heard it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to, yeah, let me just ask you. Let's say you do win your Illinois House seat. There in the '86, what next for you? You have bigger plans. Um, I will always look bigger for sure. <laughs> right now, I am don't have plans for anything bigger. I'm just looking at like Ruiz that? for can for governor. That? <laughs> You're taking it one step at a time. Yes. All right. So, um, so how do people get a hold of you, Denora? Uh, you can get a hold of me by my Facebook, Denora Ruiz for Illinois, or you can email me at Illinois at gmail.com. D I N O R A R U I Z Illinois.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yes. All right. So yes. we'll put it in the show notes for sure yeah. on, the, on the page so people can get a hold of you. <laughs> You're accepting donations. I am accepting donations. You're accepting prayers. Lots of prayers, please. <laughs> yes, lots and of prayers. This is the last. This is the home run. This is the last stretch of phase one of getting signatures and filling out petitions. All right. So that's where our eye is. So on. you'll you'll be 
putting these um, petitions in. You'll be on the ballot. And then the campaigning starts for the June 28th. Let's say that again. June 28th primary. Hopefully you don't have a primary we'll a see. challenge. We'll see. We'll see We don't happens. know yet, right? We do not. So, um, but if you don't, you're, 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 you're still going to be working because you got to defeat Larry yes, Walsh. Yes, I would be on the general election if there is no primary. Will you be point. in the 4th of um, July March uh, parade in Joliet? I don't oh. know. Do they have one? I don't even <laughs> no, know. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't, no, have, they one? don't have one? Shorewood? Maybe somebody. Shorewood would, does. Shorewood yeah, does. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be. I'll be around. And you're looking yes. for volunteers to march with you. Yes. To show that the that Donora has a, a good following and great support. Yes, and yard sign. If you want a yard sign, you could get that to you also. Yard sign, bumper uh-huh. sticker, you know, whatever. The okay. whole thing. <laughs> All right. Be good. nice if you were running in Bolingbrook. Because that's where I live. <laughs> oh, man, move move in the next few days. Well, I can't do that. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> my, my house is paid off. My taxes aren't outrageous. All right. Um, don't move. You can yeah. stay. Stay. Right, right. Well, that's good. We um, we want to pray for you, and we want to encourage you. folks to support what you're doing. Uh, it would be great to have a fresh person down there, um, fresh perspective, con- Christian conservative, um, and I, uh, I, I just think it's so encouraging that we have a young person here yeah. who's saying, hey, look, I don't like what's happening either, and we can do better. Amen. And that makes me feel good about our future, Dave. It makes me feel good, too. I'm encouraged by you guys who are supportive and are here to give me a helping hand because this is not easy and there's a lot to learn. Oh, you're going to learn a lot, and uh, unfortunately they're going to, you know, as of right now, as this recording, there are over 10,000 bills in Springfield. Yes. Uh, That's yes. a lot to go through. Of course, each committee has mm-hmm. to go through them. And so you'll be on a number of mm-hmm. committees, and you'll have to become <laughs> a quasi-expert <laughs> yes. on each, yes. each one of those. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, yeah. but and that's why it's a service. Beware the rhinos. Beware the rhinos. Right, right. Exactly. Not the ones in the zoo. No. <laughs> But you know you'll have to you'll have to um, you know depend on certain lobbyists right. too who will mm-hmm. come to you and say this is our concern this mm-hmm. is why you don't vote for this or this is why you should support it right? yes so yeah. you know there will be people who say well she sounds like a good young girl but uh, smart kid but uh, you know she's just not ready for this well I say she is ready well yeah well, what's the alternative the seasoned corrupt <laughs> politician that's been there forever yeah. Right? We, and his family's been there forever? I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Right? So I, I say we can do a lot better. That's right. With a strong, common sense voice in the legislature. And I know like Denora, Denora will be praying about all these things that she'll have to vote on, and she'll have the Spirit guiding her. Yes, amen. So. That's how else do you do it? How uh, else do you do it? Well, some the of these guys guiding. flip a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be flipping quarters, no. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. They do what Madigan tells them to do. That's what they do. Which anyway. is probably or worse than now. flipping a quarter, because at least they have 50 50. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for. Yep. making the decision to run and uh, boy you know it's not an easy thing to do and no free pass for larry walsh yeah you know, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, nope it's time for it, a challenge you know, it, it it's going to change your life <laughs> but you're willing to do this what so. a great experience though yeah it really has been a great experience you know the our political systems created in such a way that um yeah it's hard to begin with but that is it's not. It's going to be hard the whole journey. So Amen. start off, and you know I believe in the American way. So Amen. Let's All go. All right. 
All right. Well, um, listeners to IFA's Spotlight podcast, pray for Denora. If you can give her some money, give her some money. Go visit her website. And uh, if you live in her district, well, give her a call and let her know that you want to help. So whether that means marching in a parade or getting signatures or mm-hmm. putting a yard the sign, sign in your mm-hmm. yard, wouldn't it be great if that whole 86th district had... What color is your sign? Have you, it is white, red, and blue. Ooh, red, well, white, and blue. Red, white, and yes. blue. Go figure. <laughs> Sounds patriotic to me. Oh, well, that, that's hate speech, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Denora, thank you so much. And thank th- you. Thank you for taking on this task. We appreciate it. Thank for you for your willingness to serve. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, thank you for being an example to other young people. You know what? Maybe I should think about this too. All right. Well, thank you folks for tuning in. Uh, once again, what's your website? Denora Ruiz for Illinois. Denora Ruiz for Illinois. There we go. Uh, stay healthy, stay active, and God bless. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.